This Westwards mini masterclass is a production of Westwards, the Western Sydney Literature Organisation. For more information on Westwards and what we do, please go to westwards.com.au. Hello and welcome to the Westwards Mini Masterclass for today, the 23rd of September, uh, 2022. Now, I will very quickly point out, Ali Whitelock, who is yes. sitting here with us, that Hi. you've written October in all the guest books of Varuna. Oh, yeah. oh, I did too. Yeah, you did. That's weird. Anyway, so we've got a slightly special... <laughs> A slightly special version of the mini masterclass today because I am here with uh, six very lovely people mm. who I've just had a lovely meal with um, because we are at Varuna, the, the National Writers' House in Katoomba and the people who are sitting with me are, first of all, I'll, I'll name the four who were the recipients of the Westwards Varuna Writer-in-Residence program. They're Harvey Liu. Hello, hello. Hello. Jasmine Marahuya. Yes, hello. Did I say that right? Yeah, uh, emphasize the yo. Marahu yo. Marahu yo. Yo, okay. Yo. <laughs> Marahu yo. Paris Rosamond. Hi. And Finn O'Brannock Garwin. No? Hello. No. Was that right? Close, Close enough. Close enough, okay. <laughs> um, and uh, we also have Zainab Gamelian. Is that right? Yeah. And Ali Whitelock, who is, I got that one right. <laughs> so and uh, so Zainab is here as actually the winner of the the first, the uh, the very very first Ultimo Prize. So congratulations. Thank you. Um, so the Ultimo Prize is something that is uh, run by the Ultim by Ultimo Publishing or Ultimo Press, and Westwards is involved in that as well. And you recently won the prize for your novel, which is called, remind me? The Scope of Permissibility. The Scope of mm. Permissibility. And uh, you won some prize money, but you also won a week at Varuna, which is, uh, must have been very nice. Yes, with these lovely folks. With these lovely folks. Mm -hmm. And Ali, in case you're wondering, Ali's been a, um, she's been on our podcast before as mm -hmm. um, the barn-fed poet. Corn-fed. Yeah, yeah. And, and Ali is a poet <laughs> from the South Coast, or from um, sort of southish. And she's been the mentor, one of the mentors here for these lovely people. So hello, everyone. Hello. Um, hello. 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 So what I thought we'd do tonight, just it's pretty informal, just um, how's the week been? What's been going on? Um, Finn, do you want to kick it off? What's, what's been going on? Um, it's been very incredible, actually. Um, it's been uh, an amazing opportunity to clear your mind of all of the things that might crowd it when you're in your everyday life um, and really take, uh, go into that slow and deep time that is so hard to get and so often really needed to concentrate and um, go into your creative world to make work that um, can be really meaningful. It's really shutting off the noise, isn't it? And yeah. Sort of, and you, you are, um, you're an established playwright, and you're now sort of changing direction slightly to fiction. I am. Fiction. So tell us a little bit about what you're working on. Um, so I'm uh, working on the, the first thing that hasn't become a play. <laughs> um, it's a kind of a braided mode 
um, work that includes fiction, um, fictionalized, uh, sorry, narrativized mythology, um, some life writing, um, some creative nonfiction, and it's all kind of braided together in to something that uh, I guess we'll have to see what it becomes because I'm still very much at the at the start of the project, but much further along now than I than I was when I arrived here. Well, that's good, and you've been um, you read some of it for us last night, and uh, I think everyone agreed that it was pretty strong, and we're all looking forward to reading more of it. Um, <clears throat> Paris. Tell yes. us about um, what you've been working on. You're a poet, right? Yes, I'm an emerging poet. I started writing at the beginning of this year and it's just been an amazing trajectory. Um, I've found the Sydney writing community really welcoming um, to you know a newbie on the scene. They've really taken me under the wing and, and tried to um, show me the ropes to introduce me to, to different things like um, open mic nights and um, from there, I've, I've met a beautiful bunch of people who are incredibly supportive and encouraging. And here at Baruna, I've had the pleasure and privilege of working with Ali Whitelock, um, who is an incredible poet whose work I really admire. And she's also taken me under her wing and shown me my potential, mm. which is something that I'd not quite unlocked to its full capacity before, and Ali was able to to help steer me in the right direction so that I could take my poetry even further, which was a really exciting thing for me. So, um, you know, we talk in this particular program, we talk about the three things that it's about. It's about the collegiality of being with other people who are, have similar values or are trying to pursue the same sort of um, mm -hmm. goals, if you like. <clears throat> and also the, the mentorship and then the time to write by yourself and work on your own work, which do you think is a bit for you has been the most valuable? Oh, I couldn't possibly compare. They're, they, all of these elements have been equally as important. Mm. I wouldn't be able to, you know, choose a favourite child amongst these elements <laughs> <laughs> because, because I just couldn't. Mm. Like as I've just said, working with Ali has been incredible. But these amazing people that I'm with here are also friends for life. Like, you know, Aww. you better not forget us. <laughs> you know, when we, we each become famous writers, you know, we started here together at the very beginning when we were taking our baby steps into the industry and mm. we'll always be there to support and encourage each other. And that's a really wonderful thing. Like yeah. last night we were sitting by the, the fire, you know, just pondering life and everything. And it was just wonderful and for me I'm a mother of two children the time and the space to just be here as a writer yeah we love our kids but sometimes you know mm. less is more right? yeah. <laughs> sometimes we need to pursue our own passions sure too. let's put it like that <laughs> so so Harvey you're um you're a teacher in your in your everyday life in, English, oh, in, in my past life past yeah. life okay teacher for about two years and then the profession um too much of me so yeah we, we hear that a bit you know and um it, it's i think it's disappointing pers speaking personally that you're not still part of that because i think you know just from i think everyone will agree with me but just chatting with you your the knowledge that you have of the literature world and and the way things all hang together in that world is pretty extraordinary and i think it's a it's a real shame not i'm not trying to put pressure on you to go back to teaching <laughs> but you know there's so many teachers who don't value this the same way that you did do so um you know i commend you for that but it's it's a bit sad 
but that's okay. I completely understand what it's like to walk away from a career to pursue something different. And so what you're pursuing is writing. So tell us about what you're working on. Yeah, so I'm working on a collection of short stories and they're very largely work themed. So I feel like everyone here has found out about my many, many, many past lives. I've worked lots of jobs just around Sydney. There's just a lot of opportunity for small, casual, incidental work. And I've kind of saved that all and internalized that and also conversations with friends and all these strange, quirky moments that happen in this strange quirky city and so a lot of them are very light-hearted looking at just odd situations and trying to create some humor from that some sadness from that but just looking at people and how the work affects them and what have you found most valuable this this week in in what you've been i mean there's a couple more days to go yet but um <laughs> or one at least so what have you found most valuable out of this whole experience i think definitely just seeing everyone's approaches and working with people and realizing that creative writing is not this thing that you that there's only one way to do correctly right everyone has their own methods and everyone can learn a bit from everybody else and i feel like everybody here has taught me something new about how to look at my own work but also how to appreciate literature in general i think the diversity here is really admirable is that everyone is doing something different and everyone is approaching it in a different way but it's all very beautiful at the end of the day you, you, it sounds like you're having a bit of a Pirates of the Caribbean Barbarossa moment. It's not so much rules as guidelines, right? Yeah, I haven't it's watched like, that movie. Oh, what? <laughs> 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 We've just been talking movies, and that's one we didn't get to. But, uh, well, that's what he says. It's not rules, but guidelines. And it sounds a little bit like that's what you're saying. Um, Jasmine. Yeah. Another poet. We've got two poets mm-hmm. and two prose writers. What What's going on? Um... Um, everything, everything is going on. I feel like I'm like in a fairy tale world here in Maruna. Um, been refocused on my manuscript because I think for a while I was procrastinating with another project. Um, just because, um, as part of the second part of the manuscript, I have to do so much research and I was a little, um, overwhelmed by all the information so I think this time and all the conversations I've been having with everyone especially with Ali um, has really helped just refocus that energy so yeah so you're working on a collection as well yes I am you've recently recently had a bit of success with some other competitions and things as well haven't you so so yeah so um, Mm. and I think I believe that you and Paris are both have been asked to contribute to something to do with Handel's Messiah, is that is that correct? Yes. Tell, yes, tell, tell us about that. Are we allowed to talk about that yet? Um, I've just only briefly looked over right. the emails. Um, do you want to brief us on this? Um, yeah. yes. You're well, not quite sure either, um, are you? Westford <laughs> has commissioned Jasmine and I um, to write some poetry to punctuate the movements between Handel's Messiah, which will be performed by River City Voices in Parramatta, um, around Christmas time at the end of this year. It'll be very interesting because it's supposed to be family friendly, so we'll have to cater to you that. You potty mouths are going to have to <laughs> turn it down, aren't <laughs> <laughs> you? Yeah. I tell you what, it, it's been pretty, it's pretty been pretty ribald around here the last few days. <laughs> and also, you know, I, I, I haven't spoken to Jasmine about this, but um, being you talking about being an atheist and having to r- respond to 
Am I allowed to say that? Yes, yes, and being right. and responding to Handel's Messiah, which is it's kind of as far from atheist as you can get, really, isn't it? Yes, but I'm respectful of all religions and cultures. I went to an Anglican girls' school, so I'm very, very familiar with hymns and prayers and things like that. And um, I believe in a sense of spirituality in the wider sense, and so I, I think that's what I'm going to tap into in the poetry that I write for this event. Mm, it's going to be really interesting to see how you approach it, actually. Yeah, Zainab, tell us about your your project because you're you're a lot further along the path than most of the people at this table because you've finished a manuscript it's been entered in a competition it's now contracted you're now working on your kind of final edit sort of thing or one of your final edits um tell us about your project what's that what's going on there so i have um been working on this for a number of years and um yeah, it's quite surreal to actually feel like I'm getting to this point now where it's getting close to being finalised. Um, although with the editing process, there's always a little bit more that you can do. So that's what I've been focusing on this week is trying to get a lot of edits done. Um, but yeah, it's it's been fantastic, as a few other people have said, to have the time. And for me, the, the word that keeps coming to my mind is luxury. Um, I feel like it's such a luxury to have time and space just to write without competing interests, um, whether that be from work or other commitments in your life. And yeah, I'm just really grateful to have had this experience. And be able to sit down to a, a beautifully cooked meal every night mm. doesn't hurt either, does it? Mm. Yeah, definitely. And I feel like, um, I mean, you said I'm further along um, compared to other people, but I don't feel like that at all. Um, I feel like I have really learned a lot from everybody who's been here and everybody has so much there's such diversity and richness of knowledge because people are working on such different things and I've not actually been part of a formal writing community before and the sense of community and support that everybody's given to each other has been really incredible to see. I think it's important because the way I've always described it is that the writing process by its anyone listening to the podcast will have, might have heard me say this before but by its very nature and by necessity the writing is a very glacial kind of process and you can't rush it and so you kind of need to be around people who understand that because if you try and tell people who don't understand that who haven't done it that you know it's taken me this long to write this well I mean I remember going to a, an event one time and somebody asked me whether I had anything new written I said oh I've taken a bit of a break but I'm a little bit stuck and that, this person said to me well, it sounds like you don't want to be a writer anymore, otherwise you would have just done it, right? Oh. I'm like, oh. well, yeah, sure, bring your bring your engineering expertise to bear and let me know what I've done wrong, you know? <laughs> but, but it is one of those things that you don't quite get until you've, mm. you've done it. Um, yeah. Ali. Yes. So you've been doing the mentoring thing and mm. really raising the bar there. Mm. Um but you've been doing some of your own work as well. Has it been a good week for you personally? It's been a great work, a great week for me personally. So working on my own, my own projects, a couple of new things, and but really I derived so much inspiration and nourishment from working with Jasmine and Paris because they were just so eager and so absorbing everything like sponges. It was just like such a great. It was sort of nourishment all round, really, mm. you know, and, and that was just fantastic. 
almost better than my favourite movie. Rocket <laughs> 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 Sorry, almost better than Rocket Man. Rocket Man. <laughs> yeah, no, is, is that a movie? Or don't, what about it? <laughs> <laughs> and so it's been that, my own work, and then getting together and, and having a meal. It's it's. It's pretty idyllic, it's, isn't it? It's not perfect. I mean, in, I mean, Verona itself, the house is beautiful. Mm. You can just feel the history when you come in. Just from the minute you approach that driveway, right, and you see yeah. the sign, the writer's house, and then it's this little romantic, little overgrown. It's like an enchanted forest you yeah. feel that you're entering into. You're like, oh, it's Downton Abbey. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been just so beautiful. So what's next for each of you after this? What's, is it back to the grind and... I mean, we know that that Jasmine and Paris have got this um, this thing coming up with the. Uh, um, Paris, you were saying that you've got something coming up as well with the uh, with a festival. What's going on there? Oh, I'm doing a couple. Um, one of the niches in in poetry for me is performance poetry. Right. Because I found that um, pending the release of my collection of poetry. My way to share my poetry with people is to perform it. Mm -hmm. And so I started off with little open mics in pubs and stuff like that. I moved up to little art galleries and things like that. Then it was just a stroke of luck that I got to perform one of my pieces at the Sydney Fringe Festival. Um, and so I've got another run coming up next weekend at the new annual, new annual festival in Newcastle. And so that's to perform a piece that I wrote called Miss Havisham Gallantly Gavots. Which um, you read for us a couple of days ago, which yes, is very I did. good. Yeah. <laughs> um, was that you practicing the reading of it? Oh, that was a dialed down version. Oh, okay. We want to see the unleaded version. Yeah, fully <laughs> demented, you know, <laughs> off her hinges, Havisham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you come out dressed like a wedding cake? Oh, well, I wear my actual wedding dress. I pulled that out, Beautiful. dusted it off, and yeah. Um, and then. Beyond that, I've got the In Queer Festival, which is the Sydney Queer Writers' Festival coming up in November. There is also the South Coast Writers' Festival, where the Heroines Anthology is being launched. Ah, right. And so um, that one focuses on mythology and um, strong women and reimagining women as um, the central characters um, in stories and narratives. Um, sometimes um, in history they've been sidelined, and it's the men that we hear about, so... Our focus is on bringing women to the spotlight. How are you got, what have you got in mind for uh, moving forward? Mm, I'm kind of the opposite. I'm not really a performance kind of person. I like to be as distant from my work as possible. But unfortunately, um, on the 28th of October, September, when are we right now? Next 20th of Wednesday. September? September next now. Wednesday. Mm. Uh, so I'm with a group called The Writing Zone, which is done out of Western Sydney University. Mm. And we're launching a print anthology. So 12 emerging writers from Western Sydney have put some work together. And we're launching that. And we're doing some um, readings from that as well. I've got a story about Parramatta. And it's not necessarily a very... How do I say it? Not a very flattering. complimentary and flattering mm. story mm. about Parramatta, <laughs> which unfortunately I'm reading to an audience of people from Parramatta. So <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Uh, hopefully, hopefully it turns out well. It's gonna be like that scene from the Blues Brothers where the 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 chain the chain fence comes down so that they can't throw things. <laughs> at you. A little chain, a little cane's gonna come up from the left uh, side of the curtain <laughs> and just pull me off stage. Okay. <laughs> what about you? Um, so I'm in this year's cohort for the Writing Zone, mm -hmm. um, so I'll be 
working on some more poems for their upcoming chapbook. Um, and then there's going to be an anthology printed next year. So I'll be busy with that, trying to come up with some new ideas, hopefully. Um, and I'll just be submitting to new opportunities. Mm -hmm. um, things like the Born Writers Award is um, has their second round of submissions. So I will be definitely going for that as well. Finn, what do you got coming up? Um, I well, I don't have anything in the fiction world um, coming up, but I do have a play of mine that's um, opening in Tasmanian theatres. Um, it's a children's puppet theatre show called Scaredy Cat by Terrapin Puppet Theatre Company. Um, and I also, which has just been on tour around around Tasmania, around um, Australia, it was in the Opera House. Um, and I have an audio play coming up that has been a commission from um, UNSW Women in STEM um, uh, department. Um, and so that will be in various museums and schools and things, which is very exciting. Um, yeah. We're definitely going to have to hit you up for a, a podcast talking about radio plays slash audio plays. I think that's an interesting thing to to revive because it you know it was very much a thing through the 50s 60s mm. 70s absolutely and then it sort of fell away a bit and um, yeah i think it's a wonderful form well we've all got podcasts capability yeah. now so yeah it's, uh, absolutely yeah. and um i think the, the I, podcasts I, um as we were kind of talking about earlier that there's they've taken on a lot of different um uh forms you know the true crimes obviously super um uh, super popular, but there's been a real resurgence of um, serialized fiction podcasts, um, which is how a lot of people got their theatre fix um, in in the 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, and I, one of my very first projects that I did as a young person was take a script from the 50s and uh, do an audio play on stage, and we had all the foley with the like clanking of um, <laughs> the buckets of gravel and all that stuff. And, yeah. stuff. Yeah. and um, I think that's it's it's really fun to listen to. Um, and you know, there's so many plays that are really great as as audio plays. Like um, BBC Radio Drama of the Week is wonderful mm -hmm. to listen to. Yeah, I'm happy to talk about it forever. <laughs> Zaina, what's next for you? Are you just more of the same, just getting this thing done and then what? Yeah, hopefully releasing it out into the world mm -hmm. at, at some point, um, which is terrifying um, and exciting all at the same time. So. Are you ready for the dreaded follow-up question, which is... Have you got something new to start or have you started it? <laughs> well, well, this this is part of what I've been doing as well this week. Um, when I get stuck in my edits, um, we were talking about the idea of having procrastination projects. And um, yes, that's I've been scoping out ideas for book number two um, oh, okay. as I've been doing edits as well. So, yeah. So, very quickly, and, and this may take some of you by surprise, so I'll, we can we can edit this if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> what what's your big take home from this week here? Like, what piece of advice have you heard, or what revelation have you suddenly had, or what what moment has sparked 
you know, light bulb above your head that's come out of being here this week, either, you know, with the people you've been working with or conversations you've had or um, over a meal? Who'd like to kick off? Mm, um, Finn has a um, tarot cards. Um, and we did that over dinner the other night and it was just really lovely to see everyone pick it out and then just ask each other what we associate with it and um, how we can relate it to our writing. Um, I drew out a card about this author, I forget her first name, but her her last name is Frame? Janet Frame. Janet Janet Frame, Frame? yeah. Yeah. A New Zealand writer. Mm, um, And she was actually um, saved through her writing because she was going to get lobotomized until her um, collection won a prize. Um, and like in that sort of sense... How did that save her? Was it like we can't lobotomize a prize winner? Or yeah, what? yeah. Wow, yeah. Right. Her, her brain is actually valuable. Yeah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Don't, don't scramble it. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you wasn't Australian then, we, <laughs> we don't value writers that way in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think it definitely showcased how writing itself and having a writing community around me has really like nourished me and helped me grow as a person um and there's always a way for me to find my truth through writing um it's just really highlighted how important writing is for me nice anyone else Uh, on a very writery level I learned from Ali that the hard work begins after you've finished writing the poem. Yay. And that was news Yay. to me. You I'm done. Yeah, I thought, you know, once you blurted it all out on the page, you're done. And I've said what I wanted to say, no. but no. That's yeah. <laughs> so what I've learned. Like, sometimes it takes me less than an hour to just blurt out that poem. It took me two and a half hours to rework one of my pieces. But my mm. goodness, the satisfaction that I got after doing mm. that, after really digging in and crafting, yeah. it was oh, it was delicious. Yeah. And, and it, it resulted in a piece that I am really, really proud yeah. of. And so yeah. that was hugely rewarding for me. Mm. What about you, Ellie? Have you had any, any moments of clarity this week that have made you kind of... I think um, the fact that everyone can learn from everyone at every Mm -hmm. level you know regardless of whether you've published one or none or ten some all all of us have had a thing that we've been able to say which has meant something to somebody Mm. or have framed you know your writing in such a way that it makes you understand something new so it's been great listening to that and um yeah i think that was one of my take-homes Anyone else? Take home. Take home. Can I take two? Sure. <laughs> so the problem that I had coming to Varuna was actually so I had trouble beginning works and I had trouble finishing works. I didn't know where stories would start from and I didn't know how I would decree them as finished. But the middle ground I was fine with, right? Like if I had an idea and I knew what to do with it, then I didn't have that much trouble. And so from James, I learned about starting. And James is this really interesting thing where he can just take a single sentence and go, there's a great story in the sentence and build an entire story or a novel out of it and he has lots of different ways of finding that first sentence whether it's just overhearing someone on the train and going there's a real life human being behind this very carefully phrased sentence and from there they think oh james will think uh 
what's this person's desire, right? Why is, what is driving them to say this the way they're saying this? And then very meanly, like, how can I prevent them from getting what they want? And then that just becomes a full story. Use that information against them. We're nothing, like, we're nothing if not turned on by schadenfreude. In a fiction way, of course. He wouldn't do that no, to, like, no, no, real-life people. But, yeah. My sweetness. And about finishing, I learned from Zainab, actually. You had a really, really regimented way of editing, which was just so interesting to hear about. Because I think you were talking about how, in, even in the process of editing, you were discovering what the work really was, and you were finding out dynamics of the work that were really strong. And you were very open to, to changing that and to even include new things to try and refocus it on something that was much more powerful than you initially started out. And I think that really made it easier for me because before I came here, I would think that writing it was the hard part, right? Like what Paris said, mm -hmm. like you have to be perfect by the end of it. Whereas I learned so much that the editing process can actually be very edifying and mm -hmm. produce something that is so much greater than you could have possibly imagined. So mm -hmm. thank you to everyone for that. It's been incredible. Mm -hmm. Did you have something you wanted to Yeah, think? yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I was so I was so nervous about um, about writing in a new form and reading my work to people who who, who write in the form already <laughs> and um, I think through the really lovely chats with you James I I felt like I could I I, I did actually know what I was doing. Um, I had before I came here. I somebody had said to me that I was kind of crazy for switching forms um, when I had worked so hard to get to where I was in one form. And like, why would you want to start again at the bottom? And um, I I think through chatting with you, James, I, I've I've really felt like there's a lot of common ground. And the skills that I have in, in one area can be transferred to another mm, area. Absolutely. And the reading was really, I, I felt so, um, I, I think I was like kind of physically shaking when I opened my laptop to, to read out. And the, the response was so, so generous. Um, yeah, I think I leave, I leave Varuna feeling like I can write fiction. That's nice. If you can, mm. if you can leave with a bit more confidence, that's mm. that's a fantastic outcome. Zaina, do you have anything you? Uh... Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. Um, the first thing I think is really the importance of community and sharing of ideas, um, because I think I think a characteristic of writers is often that we live inside our own heads a lot. Um, and it can feel like quite a solitary journey, um, like you're up against it alone, constantly bashing away at the keyboard in your room in the late hours of the night. It can feel quite isolating. And for me, I think I had a lot of fear around sharing anything that I've written, um, exposing it to the light, so to speak. And I think that I've been able to let go of a lot of that fear over the process of this week. And I think a lot of that has been because everybody has been so supportive and open and generous with their thoughts and ideas, which is amazing to see. So I think that's a really important thing for me to take going forward is not to fear exposing um, yourself to the light and to let those ideas and that feedback um, come through and to use it and apply it to your own work. Um, I think, and just as a kind of quick other observation, I really enjoyed 
seeing the different mediums that people have been working in because um, for example seeing the poems that people have been sharing um, I'm not a poet myself but I really admire um, the different forms that people are working in and it's been great to get an exposure to different forms and I feel like it's really expanded my horizons quite a bit so well, thank you to everyone for talking with us tonight and thank you for the generosity of uh, the time that we've spent together. I've really had a lovely time spending it with you. I, I genuinely admire all of your work and think that you've all got... Um, even you, Ali, I think that you've even got a future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, I, <laughs> no I, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely excited to see what, what you guys produce and, um, and it's, it's nice to see people who are really invested in their writing future so um, thank you for your participation in that and um and so on so um thank you to harvey jasmine paris finn zainab and ali for um for talking to us tonight thank you, thank you. Thank you.